Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's Bud Pod 2, 2, 3. 2, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Oh, uh, that was set up for you. That was well, pretty Thank you. Made. What song is that from? Is that Pretty Fly for White Guy? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Yeah. Yeah. Dum, da, da, dum, dum, da, da, dum, dum, da, da, dum. Also, dum, da, da, dum. Why would that great be? Song. Why would that be in English? It's a great song. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. 1, 2, 3. One two, one, two, three, four, five, five, six. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't quite have the same uh, rhythm to it. Why does he say five twice, aside from making it scan? I think he's just scanning, yeah. Cuatro, cinco, cinco, seis. Yeah, because you can't say un, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It fucks it all up. Cinco, seis, siete. I mean, uh, you kind of do, but it's a very different vibe. I think... Um, if you're willing to just put all your lyrics in Spanish and make it an electronic enough song, you're going to have some sort of European ba- banger on your hands. Oh, absolutely. Big time. I mean, um, the Lost Ketchup song. I said, oh. Is it like, is it just the lyrics of Macarena or something? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I said, yeah, I said, yeah. I I always thought as I said a hey, I said a hey ha the hey. What is, is, it, is it? Is that what it is? No, it's I said a hey. As is a Spanishy word. Oh oh. Can, I said a hey can be broken. I said because a s e r e j e. I said a hey. Which can be broken down into the Spanish phrase a ser hereje, meaning let's be heretical. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be heretical. That's how Catholic Spain is. <laughs> but back in the day, Spanish heretics were going, I said a hey. I said a hey. Running from the Spanish Inquisition. Yeah. I said a hey. It's the funnest song that you sing right before they break down the door and kill your whole family. <laughs> it's funny the that... The song is a tribute to the, the lives lost in the Spanish Inquisition. This is what... People don't know about Los, Los Ketchup. <laughs> Spain is so Catholic that whenever one, someone wants to have any fun at all, they say, let's get heretical. <laughs> let's get heretical. Just like a monk who's finally snapped, just leaping onto a bench. Let's get heretical! Lifts his robes up, flops his dong around. Do they wear pants under there? I wouldn't. Underwear? Big robes, the monks. Um, um, uh, oof. I think Maybe yeah, but to. like those old, like bre- old, like breeches, like white breeches. Yeah, sort of. You can't tell if they're pants or pant above pant. Okay, so this. Uh, oh well, you, this uh, this is interesting. I've got an article here. The real meaning behind the ketchup song, as in brackets, a <laughs> revealed, and it's a shocker. 
And the the, the the website I'm on, Pierre, funnily enough, oh, yeah? is thesouthafrican.com. Oh, okay. Um, Another country where it's yeah. quite dangerous to say, let's get heretical. But from a Protestant point <laughs> really? of view. Really? Ah. So BuzzFeed reported that a Twitter thread spilled the, by at KQF spilled the beans on the meaning behind the awesome spilled tune. Spilled the beans? Spilled the beans. Is this spilling the beans? Isn't it just a translation? Isn't it just... So te- apparently it's, the, not, it's not spilling the beans to just tell me something. It, it, it's like the way that uh, papers and like clickbaity websites now use the word revealed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let me spill the revealed. beans to you on how to cook chicken. <laughs> no, just tell me. Most populous countries in the world revealed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think it's revealed. I think he's Tom, just... Tom Holland reveals reason why he accepted to, to be Spider-Man. And it's like, he's always liked the comics and it seemed like fun. <laughs> and they always offered a lot of money. Yeah, loads of money. You go, what wow, a what a reveal. <laughs> I could never have imagined. <laughs> I hate journalism English. Oh, it's the worst English. After advertising English, journalism English, I think, is the worst. Yeah, I, 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 I um, uh, uh, scoffing and munching. It's like, no, they were just eating sandwiches. Scoffing and because munching. They, they, politicians, the diplomats, like if, if ah. Biden visits the UK, it'll be like, the president and the prime minister will be scoffing quail's eggs at the reception. And quaffing, quaffing, quaffing champagne. champagne. You go, they're just drinking it. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> It makes me so angry. It really triggers such a like <laughs> fucking completely involuntary autistic rage. Where I just go. That, it's that, that fucking talk MS- like that. It's very much. Um, it's very much a reserve of the reserve preserve reserve of the uh, more populist papers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, 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 this undertone. Whenever reporting about people of, it's all right for some. Yeah, it's all right. That's for the some. language I use. Yeah, it's all right for some. Yeah, yeah. Quaffing scoffing as though like but but then they'll do it even lovies they'll do it even as like the prime minister was seen munching crisps and you go <laughs> what do you okay what's he supposed to eat what do you and how's he supposed to eat? to eat it swallow them whole do you want him to swallow them whole munching like a seagull it's like reading the fucking bino i hate it so much this bino <laughs> english and it infantilizes bino the public english. And it, and you're right. There is that tone of like, oh, well, oh, if, maybe I'd be prime minister if I know there was free champagne. <laughs> Shut up. It is. It is. It is very pathetic. It's like the same people okay, who get so- annoyed when that like the prime minister uses a private jet, and it's like he's in charge of the fucking country. Yeah, or when like a cabinet minister is in first class on the train, it's like yeah. I don't want some fucking rugby fans throwing their notes out the window. Yeah, and all because they're nerds. Exactly. Also, like, I, it's easier to for you and me to work in first class on trains, and we're clowns. <laughs> this guy's in charge of the Ministry of Defense. We don't have any secrets in our bag. Yeah. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe my recipes for sticky chicken. <laughs> Phil Wang reveals sticky chicken st- recipe. <laughs> Phil Wang reveals sticky chicken recipe and you won't believe how much soy sauce he uses. <laughs> and then you read the article and it's just a normal amount of soy sauce. Yeah, and the, you go, but I did believe it. And they go, oh, well, at least you clicked it. I just add a bit of dark soy as well. That's, that's the unbelievable. Word. Revealed. Revealed. Phil Wang reveals all. Okay, so 
back to Sergei. Mm. Apparently the song is about a guy named Diego who was high on something. If the lyrics in the first verse are anything to go by. <laughs> well, are those lyrics in the first verse are... Yeah, they're just lyrics, aren't they? Uh, with the moon in his pupils and leftover contraband in his blue suit. Oh. Okay. Okay, the moon in his pupils. So maybe his pupils are dilated and leftover contraband in his suit. Um, as soon as Diego gets to a packed club, he sees, he sees... No, he asks his DJ friend to play his favorite song at midnight... Very romantic. Which turns out to be Rapper's Delight by the Sugar Hill Gang. What? Huh? Diego can't remember the name and tries to sing the American hit in his drugged up state instead. Oh, that's a... I said a hey. Huh? Yeah. I said a hey. Hip... Uh, 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 hip hop to hip to the rhythm of the boogity beat. Oh. Ah, that's what it is. So it's a... Yeah. It's a, it's, a hot, it's a drugged up Spaniard trying to remember the Sugar Hill Street Gang lyrics. Ah, wow. well, I quite like this. I like this. So yeah, there's holes. There's something kind of um, um, what's who's the author? Um, Heart of Darkness, Conrad. There's something Conradian about this song. It's the song is about someone trying to recount something yeah. to someone else. Much like in Heart of Darkness, is about a man recounting his time in Belgian Congo yeah. two people on a boat this is a song about a drugged up guy and a party trying to recount a song he can't quite remember the and, name of to a DJ and in a second I language like ah presumably in a second language this is good I like I like the song a lot more now I said hey ha de hey I had it to the head of the city no know my behind it food and it's good to be we'll get another book to beat yeah, but we did set to a different good, rhythm. We misjudged you last catch up. Oh man, I do sometimes regret not studying English only because I could have written like a thesis on how the last how the catch up song is the heart of darkness for our, <laughs> our time. <laughs> yeah, they need that shit up. They need it up. Yeah, that would that's it. Instead you had to do loads of sums. <laughs> 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 I, I tell you what i regret not doing a degree in english even though i did do an arts degree just because of the amount of reading you have to do i i feel like i would be way more across my classics like great novels of the 20th century like yeah i'd be much yeah, more yeah. aware of, of of i have such a foggy understanding of like the bloomsbury group and like all these like titans of literature and if you do a degree but, uh, in English, you you just are made to know this stuff. Yeah, but I think you end up too deep into. Th I mean, we know English graduates, and <laughs> they aren't. They're not the best. Uh, what, am I, what am I trying to say here? They aren't the most. They're not always the most rational people. They, they're no. not always the clearest thinkers. They they they've gone in too deep. Yeah. I think I think I think studying an English literature degree is akin to taking a lot of acid in your youth. Yes, yeah. you had some, you had some great um, insights. Insights revealed to you. Insights revealed. <laughs> you had some great insights revealed to you that maybe other people won't get, but it's broken your brain a bit. It's yeah. broken your brain a little bit. I think that's yeah. I like that. That's true. They they're sort of like warlocks. Where it's yeah, yeah, you've you've done something to yourself. Like you see farther than most, you know, like a seer, S E E R. Yeah, it's like 
yeah, you can you can understand Ulysses, but you vote like a fucking lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, you, 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 you yeah. know, a little bit, you know, bit of column A, bit of column B. You ta- so you, you, yeah, pros and cons. you go into a lot of tackles, emotions first. Yeah, and that's nice. Yes, two emotions. Yeah, a double emotion tackle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going in double emotion into the shins, right into the shins. Yeah, that's really good. That's really good. I. I, I think to be honest, I think the best part this is when I start sounding like fucking Rishi Sunak <laughs> is I think the hard sciences should be the only university degrees. Um because the best bits of the soft degrees you can learn yourself later on. <laughs> uh, to an extent. No one's ever taught them look, I've sort of to an extent caught up on a bit of history, on a bit of literature. No one's learnt like physics on their own. I mean, Einstein did, but that's why he's a genius. <laughs> no one's like gone off and just like become an engine and become a doctor on their own. The, you know what I mean? The trouble is that you need you need the books that the self-taught people like you use to exist in the first place. This is a very good counterpoint. Because... This is a very good counterpoint. I, I remember some lecturers in my niche old degree who... um. They did something quite clever. They took us through the basis for an argument that they already knew to be incorrect. Your professors took you through the basis of argument they already knew to be they already knew to be incorrect. Yeah, so they Did you already know it to be incorrect? No. So okay. they said, "Here is the argument for the you know the Picts?" Yes, the Picts, the people who used to live in Scotland. Yeah. So they go, "Here's the argument for the Picts not being an Indo-European group like here's the argument for the pictish language and the pictish people to be this fucking weird exception like the basques like yes on their own with no connection to any of the other languages yeah 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 around. and they, yeah. and that was the predominant theory about the picts generally till the sort of late 70s i think and so oh. they took us through it and i was like wow this is very convincing and then they went okay now that you know the, all the arguments for why here are all the subsequent detonations against that okay Whereas if they just taught us the detonations against it, we would never have taken the original theory seriously and learned their arguments. Right. And right. And so if it had been yeah. self-study, I could have just come across some book by one of the academics who still believes that, and I think there are still a couple, and I would have just gone, oh, the Picts are non-Indo-European. They're not related to anything. And then I would have stopped reading about the Picts and started reading about the Romans. Or Yeah, that's a very good point. Because on are you um, yeah i basically do kind of agree believe whatever the last article i, I read <laughs> yeah, said, yeah that, book, so. that's the thing they were trying to train us out of it by just relentlessly going the cube is blue and you go the cube is blue they go no it isn't behold and it's red and you go ah <laughs> and they just did that like a thousand <laughs> times and it breaks your mind and it makes you the worst kind of person which is me which is whenever whenever someone says an answer to something that is either interesting or exciting or simple I immediately go, nah, that's probably wrong. <laughs> that's very good. But do you yeah. think it has <laughs> do you think it has contributed to your overall excessive cynicism? Um it's about things. I mean yeah. if, if you do think you have an excessive cynicism about things. I mean I do I think I do to an extent. I think I do to an extent. I think it's made me less fun at, at parties. <laughs> this is it. This is it. Because <laughs> the people that people like are the people who don't have critical Facu- assessment faculties. Faculty, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the people, but people, popular people, people just go along with things because they, cool. they haven't learned to d- doubt everything. Yeah, they just go cool, man. 
yeah wow that's amazing yeah yeah and they, so the other person goes wow he thinks my theory about the moon is amazing because he does or yeah or you someone tells someone a story about a time they went to uh malawi and and helped out some school children. yeah go, that's amazing you're wow. an amazing person you're so nice Whereas I'll go, did that help on balance? I think it sounds like it didn't help on balance. I think it sounds like it was a bad idea. Do you, do you stay in touch with them? Is there any way of checking if the money is being spent on what you thought it was? Did you learn any of their names? <laughs> did you learn any of the language? Did you yeah. d- did you find this opportunity through some sort of agency? What, what exactly? Were you teaching to fish or giving fish? What were you doing? Yeah, or neither. It feels like you, you gave one bad fish. Yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 uh, do you understand that the reason everyone in those countries you've been to is so kind and generous is because there's no state support system? Yeah, they have to look after each other, but as a matter of survival. Yeah, well, they'll fucking die. It's the same way, like in Johannesburg, like oh, your neighbors always check in on you, and it's like yeah, because someone might have shot you in the fucking head. This is something that I always meant to turn into a bit of stand up. I never got around to, it, never was able to. Is that I never want to be part of community <laughs> because. Nothing, yeah, nothing yeah. good ever happens to a community. Uh, yeah, like, communities only ever have to pull together <laughs> and find a. The communities really pull to. Yeah, the communities really pull together here. It's like, well, I don't want to be part of a community because yeah. communities always have to pull together yeah. to save each other from something. Always, I don't want that. You're always going. Ugh, ugh. You're, you're like slapping the wet community <laughs> hands off your shoulders. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be part of communities. Always reeling. The community is reeling from something. I don't this want to great. be reeling. This is really good Seinfeld stuff. I don't want to be in a community because nothing good ever happens. They're always reeling. <laughs> <laughs> they pull together. They're reeling. They have to have a spokesman. Yeah. The community yeah. spokesman said. Um, or they have to raise funds or... Yeah, it's never... Um, the community got sucked off last week. It's never that. <laughs> <laughs> they all lined up and got sucked off. and <laughs> given a free cake. What a great day in the community. <laughs> That's it, because... And this is the sad truth. As people become prosperous, they have less need for community. That's why communities yeah. break down. That's why wealthy cities don't have a sense of community because community is less necessary. Yeah, that's the truth of the matter. Yeah, that's why middle class urban people don't have. Uh, they wish they had a sense of community, but they don't have one. Because oh man, I'm so glad. Too wealthy. I'm so glad I don't know any of my fucking neighbors. <laughs> well, this is it. The only time I knew, got to know my neighbors, in my last flat building was during the pandemic yeah. when we all joined like. As, to help each other, yeah, and we never did really, but no. we all joined a, a WhatsApp group, and but uh, but that's the only time we've ever got to know each other was in a desperate global catastrophe. Yeah, I get to know my neighbours if there is a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, then I, I, I I'll figure not out. a minute sooner, because yeah. <laughs> I accidentally got had a chat with someone who lived in my building, right. <laughs> That's such a London thing to say. I, I didn't want to. But <laughs> I accidentally had a conversation with with someone who lives near neighbor. me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And now all that's added to my life is there's someone who, if I see them coming in or out of the building when I'm coming in or out, I have to make a face. Oh, the <laughs> kind of face. Hello. We live- the sniff out the nose and the smile. <laughs> Hello. We live. We live here. Yeah. We live here, don't we? Little nod. Do you do a little? Yeah, nod? little nod. Oh, hello. Fancy seeing you. Do you say hello? Or, no, I just sort of go. go oh. 
<laughs> yeah. I, I nod like a geisha. Like a... <laughs> <laughs> With the black teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I black... You know, that's a, that a traditional thing. They put black all over the teeth. Terrifying. Like being yeah. seduced by a, a, a sleep paralysis demon. I um I, I give him a nod and it's like I don't know what I'm saying with the nod like fancy seeing you here in the building we both live in obviously like yeah and we don't and I don't want to become friends with any of my neighbors because if you're a stand-up comedian and you meet someone new all that happens is people go oh oh well I have to come to one of your shows and you go uh yeah you won't though yeah you won't or even worse no, you, you will <laughs> either you'll either you'll keep saying that and you'll never come. And you'll keep asking me annoying questions like, what time is it? When is it? And it's like, Google it. I'm Googleable. I, I, I'm, I know I'm not famous, but I am, I am selling my tickets on the internet. You know, I'm not selling them out of my hat like a fucking Victorian magician. Like, just Google it. And, and then they do come and then they have an opinion on it. And then, uh, no, 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 not, not next door, Phil. That's what annoyed no, me so much about my, the Gusto boxes being stolen that time because I was going to have to but, figure out which of my neighbors was a fucking criminal. And that's, in a way, getting to know them. And I don't want that either. I just want them to leave me alone like an old well, witch. Well, there's a devastating statistic of um, the safety of a neighborhood is directly proportional to um, how many of the neighbors you know the name of. So it, oh, like yeah. the safety of a neighborhood like, goes up the more people know each other's names. What? Which is essentially yeah, uh. yeah. So the safest neighborhoods are the ones with a good sense of community. No. Unfortunately. <laughs> what about the ones where it's just a bunch of uh, oligarchs living in mansions with gates and guards? I mean, to an extent, I suppose they're less likely to steal from each other because they have they don't need they'd have enough. Yeah, they can afford their own gusto boxes. But if I've learned anything from video games, then you're at great risk of being Agent Forty Seven. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> did I, I did I tell you when I accidentally ended up in um, I think like a Milanes compound in Sicily? No. I don't. I don't. Should I even talk about this? Was this when you were a secret agent and you had to try and get those documents while he was having a massage? Because he was, was having a massage, he couldn't <laughs> see you, so you could be the massage therapist for a bit. Uh, yeah, and he gets a massage, and he walks around, and he gets another massage again. Yeah. <laughs> Weirdly, he gets a massage. He walks to the window. He puts his hand on his hips and says a bunch of stuff, and then yeah, he just gets another massage. And the masseur doesn't seem to think there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> Now swimming around in the sea in 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 Sicily, because I'm in fucking White Lotus, and <laughs> and it was me and an ex, and we were sw- we found a little spot and we swam around for a bit, and we we like we beached ourselves, we we emerged from the water on a different part of land, and we found they were walking among houses, and then we found that we were walled in, we couldn't get out, and we would we just swam into like some gated community oh right yeah and then we had to finagle like the security guard door to get out i felt um i felt like an accidental spy and it did feel like hitman like will i get away before before... what did this what sound effect did they have in hitman it wasn't bring that was solid snake yeah i don't know what was the hitman sound effect yeah i'm not sure but okay, so there was a moment where you would, were you were you at least dressed in sort of colourful shorts? 
Yeah, wet. Yeah, but then that's tangibly like uh, you look like a tourist, you know. Yeah, or even that I live there, to be honest. Or the bit too Asian, maybe. I don't think there are too many East Asians living in Sicily. Yeah, why? Why Are there rich Chinese people moving to Italy? Maybe not. Well, not Sicily, because it's too poor. It'd be too poor for them. Yeah. They'll go to Milan or Rome or... That's true. They don't have any... They probably wouldn't even go to Siena. That's true, but that's interesting, isn't it? That they don't Sorry, have, Florence, I mean. They don't have the same sort of... Um, villa-based fantasies as a stereotypical rich brit might have yeah yeah i mean more and more we'll be going to taramina now because of white lotus what you know there's this mm. there's becoming this white lotus effect for tourism like once white lotus does a series in your place like the prices just shoot up because it becomes full next next holiday season yeah there must be this insane first series was hawaii and then and the next series is going to be thailand Oh, yeah. I mean, if you were smart, a chain of hotels should just get together and pay for the show to be made. Yeah, in their, in their location. Um, oh, briefly going back to the subject of my continued humanities self-education. Yes, yes. Um, on Friday, on Saturday, I went to this basically like show of david hockney a david hockney um show at the light room oh nice yes and basically is this this underground room where the walls and ceiling and ground have just projections on them all the time and it's sort of this sort of 50 minute um display of david hockney's story and david hockney his paintings and his art it's, for those who don't know David Hockney is an English artist his fam- most famous painting is the guy sw- swimming in the swimming pool yes the pool and there's a guy looking down at him from outside the swimming pool yeah it's great yeah so he's brilliant he's so so good the overall the show didn't work the, the show didn't work very well when it tried to make you part of the painting like it would it would cover the whole place in a painting and then like the, f- the floor would look like the painting and but it didn't feel like you were in the painting. Yeah. What was good was when they just used the, the the walls as like gallery walls and projected his art and talk. There's a brilliant bit there where they basically describe perspective to you. And like in a voiceover, he tells you what perspective means. Oh. And and they show you like examples of different types of perspective in art. And like in 15 seconds, I understood perspective. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um. And the vanishing point in paintings. And yes, I know about vanishing point. Which is, yeah. Uh, which is basically kind of, how would you describe it? It's the point at which perspective emanates from. So, yeah, so the lines, all, all you know, the geometric lines all focus on this point. In- the best way to describe it is if you imagine in those bits in Wiley Coyote where you're looking down a desert road. Yes. And the desert highway disappears onto the horizon. And it's so far away that either side of the road might as well meet in a sort of triangle almost. Yes, that's right. They touch the point on the horizon where they just become nothing. So you could draw that as a triangle coming out of a line. That's right. And the whole painting sort of converges on a point, as it were. And there's a story David Hockney tells in it where he's driving through a tunnel and it's completely empty ahead of him. So for miles he can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And and so that is the vanishing point of his of his vision. And as he's driving towards it he starts panicking because he realizes he's about to go into the vanishing point and it's going to explode. Oh. And and he drives through the light and you know and then everything explodes around him. Yes. And he realized he was driven he he it was the first time he'd actually driven through the vanishing point. Oh. Which is a cool thought. That's really nice. Yeah. 
vanishing points are real fucker when you get it wrong and you realize that like you've drawn a chair with the wrong angles compared to well, it's funny you bring that up because he as one experiment he he painted a chair with a vanishing point outside the picture so basically the artist is a vanishing point yeah and so the chair sort of expands in the opposite direction in the painting Ugh. with the front bit of the chair tapered and then the out growing outwards is that one of his famous ones i don't think so i want to have a look at that well i don't know enough about him tbh uh oh he's done quite a few chairs i think i see the one he means oh that is odd yeah, so it's like it's the chair sort of tapers inwards yes. towards the camera. Yeah, and then were. goes away. Yeah, oh, he's done a few. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's quite disconcerting. That is odd because it kind of doesn't work with the back of the chair. Ugh. That's cool, though. But it's interesting. Really cool experiment. experiment. And this show also introduced me to his photography. I don't like photography, really, but he does these um, collages of Polaroids. But over time, so that, you know, there's a sense of movement in it. And like between two pictures, the perspective shifted a little. Yeah. So there's this feeling of movement and of time passing. Oh. Oh, it's very good. It's really good. I, 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 uh, yeah. I think it's just good. I think, I think uh, you must have had to do some drawing as an engineer. Yeah, but our, our engineering drawings, you always have like, it's all like rulers and compasses and it's all very straight. And Yeah, but uh, the vanishing point skill. is a part of that, you know, if, you, if you're if you trying to do a 3D diagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get those yeah. technical drawing uh, uh, sheets where the, it's all like it triangles, right? Yes, you can, yeah. They also he also described isometric point of view. Yes. Which is what the old Chinese paintings have on these long scrolls where ah. the vanish you know they're all it's always other they're all, all the lines are parallel to each other across a scroll and the idea is that you're you're moving along with a painting aha you know so it's like every time you move along the painting you your your vision of the painting your vision of the scene has moved on i should check i want to check this out this sounds great it's good the, the it's, it's on a loop the loop's about 50 minutes yeah and uh um, I'd say like forty. I'd say sixty percent of it doesn't work, and forty percent of it's really good. That's pretty good at uh, ratio. Yeah, that's a pretty good yeah. ratio. Also, um, well, I might have to save this for the bonus part, but there were um, there were little kids in there running around, and a preview of my hot take for the bonus part is: I think if you have small kids. You don't get to enjoy adult culture for <laughs> fifteen years. Okay, well, we'll discuss okay. that in the VIP area. <laughs> but, but, but speaking of childish enjoyment, Phil, let's do some correspondence. Yes. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ring, ring, Correspondence. We have heard from... Andrew. Andrew, this is a scam, Drew. Mm. Dear Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Ah, may That's fine. we, may we. May we, may we. Being neither exceedingly poor nor offensively rich, I humbly offer up a squeezed middle story of poo-demption. <laughs> That's quite Dickensian. I like that. Very good. And lovely double meaning on squeezed middle. Mm. Having house trained the three children before school age, I hoped never to have to deal with a pooey Gresham as their teenage years beckoned. Oh, wow. A teen poo. Mm. A teen wolf. Yeah. Teen poo. <laughs> Complaints began to surface from the older two regarding incidents of poo in the family bathroom wash basin. What? In the sink. One of the teens have been pooping in the sink. Well, so there's three kids, and the older two are complaining about some sort of poo incident to do with the family bathroom wash basin, e.g. sink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The youngest denied any involvement for a number of months, yet the nibs of poo continued to appear with regularity in the basin. What? Nibs. What? Nibs. A nib. Like, like a Hershey's kiss. Or like a little dot. Like a pellet, like a rabbit dropping. Or like a nib, uh, uh, slightly slightly stuck to the basin. I think like nib of a pen, like a little... Oh, I think like a nib almost like of, um, like little nibs you'd get on like a plant, like like a like a bud or a... a, a right. A, a oh. start of a twig. Yes. Yeah. What, what's, the, what's the saying? Cut it off at the nib? What's the nip it in the bud. Off? Nip it in the bud, okay. Nip it right. in the bud, bud it in the nip. <laughs> <laughs> Our minds raced with possible explanations for the pooey sink situation. Bumhole-related sexual experimentation was an early leader in our rundown. Wow. Well, Bumhole-related sexual experimentation. Well, they've got a teenagers. Yeah? Could be. I suppose so. With unresolvable digestive issues coming a close second. Okay. That's good. Yeah, Two good theories yeah. there. I, I respect the detective work there. Yeah. The guy who used to work on this case, he wasn't a bad cop. He wasn't a bad <laughs> cop. He just couldn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> it was too close to it. It's too close to the poo nibs. <laughs> it was, in fact, the issue of digestive discomfort that brought the issue to a head. Okay. On encountering a previously splattered toilet bowl and seat, I asked the youngest to come and clean up after himself. Okay, yeah, fair. His sullen attendance to this task was observed in order to ensure compliance to cleanliness standards. Mm. Yeah. The use of a flushable wipe was a reasonable tactic for cleaning the seat and external bowl surfaces. That's quite a shit he's done. 
Wow. Wow. The seat. An external bowl. He's, external bowl. This guy is absolutely... Aye, aye, aye. Yeah, he's Catherine wheeled some poo out of his ass. <laughs> then, as expected, the toilet brush was employed to deal with below-rim splatter. Blimey. Blimey. <laughs> the face you pulled at that phrasing was great. Real, just like... <laughs> Scrunching. Real, like a, you're like a juror in a difficult case. <laughs> a good number of nuggets and, and liquid poop had been dispatched from the bowl onto the toilet brush. And now, at the hands of the youngest, the brush made an unexpected diversion towards the basin. Okay, 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 okay. Try this again. Try this again. Sorry. The brush... Oh, I see, I see. So the theory is that one of the kids used the brush to clean up the toilet. Well, now the guy's watching this happen. Oh, I see. He's I see, supervising I see. the kid cleaning up his insane toilet mess. Oh, I see. And so now he sees the kid take the brush and start wandering over to the fucking basin with the brush. Right. Aha. Case closed. Um, a parental intervention was needed. After a brief discussion, the cause of the offending poo in basin situation became clear. The youngest child had taken it upon himself to make sure that the pooey toilet brush was carefully cleaned with hand soap in the basin after every oh. streaky poo or toilet blocker occasion. That's sweet, but wrong. Yeah, his valiant but misplaced attempts to clean the toilet brush were undone by his carelessness to clean down the poo in the basin afterwards. His question was a fair one. Quote, How else do you clean the poo off the brush? It is a good question. Mm -hmm. cause, and it's a good question because the answer is so horrifying. Yeah. You don't, kid. You don't. The answer is insane. And I remember thinking this when I was a teenager and thinking, so there's just a fucking shit brush that we just live with. It's disgusting. It seems impossible. It can't be true. Or, and have I told you this before? Uh, when I first moved into this place, I used the previous family's poo brushes for about two months. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, I I imagine if I looked that up in a book of feng shui, it would say some terrible things. Yeah, the pages are just red yeah. in that bit of the book. <laughs> the, and like, it, you should not even be <laughs> reading these pages. It's like <laughs> they're so cursed. Yeah, this face is going out of the page, <laughs> and like the font has doubled in size. <laughs> yeah, There's blood coming out of the spine. The entire previous family's poo energy is in your house and you're swirling it round then it's traveling through your pipes yeah oh, no pretty bad but i've gotten these new fancy not well, not that fancy but the newfangled silicon guys which are really good i guess the solution is to 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 kind of you do you use the brush and then you kind of flush on the brush you flush. that's what i do you flush on the you brush flush on the brush but the vile ones are the original the old original designs where they're all like bristly because they just catch poop and hairs and all that, and they stay there they stay they're, they're like you couldn't have designed a better trap device for holding on to shit it's it's so stupid i guess the idea is that you put it away and it sort of it gets so like dried that then the next time you shove it in a clean water bowl it could sort of it's flaking at this point it's not sticking but then you're shoving it straight into moisture. You're getting your wet straight away. Yeah, but it should, like, you scruble it around and it, it kind of just... Oh, I hate this. I hate this. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> you scruble it around and it disperses. It. it disperses. 
horrible. Yeah. Like, but it's the hairs is the main thing. Like the hairs get so matted on those. The hairs. Whereas with the newfangled silicon ones, they don't. Hang on, what? Ha- oh, you mean the bristle hairs? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. The hairs. No hairs that end up in the toilet. Hang on. That's re- <laughs> what? what. What? What hairs are ending up in the toilet? Not many, but when the toilet <laughs> brush catches every single one that falls in there, are you they a build cat? Up. Stop it. There is hair. Sometimes hair falls in. I guess so. I've mainly been focusing on the fucking lump of dried shit I'm apparently keeping in my bathroom at the end of a stick. Yeah, it's, it's pretty vile. I, it is vile. I think that it's like that sometimes there's a stain that you should leave to dry and then sort of scrape off as opposed to like rubbing it when it's still wet, you know? Spreading no, it. you should always go wet. You always have to go wet. I think... In, Otherwise, it's not coming off. Yeah, but if there's like ketchup on like uh, on a, on something. Oh, sorry, I'm thinking purely poo in the toilet bowl. Oh no, 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 what I'm saying is like so like you spill ketchup on like a, a a work surface. Yeah, it can. It's kind of just as easy for it to dry and and then like come off because it's dry. And I think that's what the intention is with the poop on the brush. I don't think there's. To be honest, I don't think there's any intention with the poop on the brush. Yeah. I don't think the design has gone further than the brush wipes the poop off the toilet. <laughs> I don't think any more thought has gone into that design. Then everyone at Big Brush just cheered and the meeting was over. It's one of the few times I, I genuinely think we can put a man on the moon, but... We still have a brush covered in shit. Yeah, it just seems wild. Yeah. Wild. You were, you were the guy at the brush meeting where you go like, and then we have this brush that cleans up over the toilet and everyone went, way and started like a Wolf of Wall Street partying in the office. And you were the one dork with like a pile of paper he keeps dropping going, excuse me, uh, sir, there's a problem. <laughs> Quiet, you. You might want to take a look at this. <laughs> Quiet, you. Can't you see we're celebrating? We finally solved it. Well, that's what I'm trying to talk to you about. Get out of here. And you go, oh, and you drop the papers into a fan and they fly everywhere. <laughs> I think that's probably what happened. Um, so Andrew says his question was a fair one. How else do you clean the poo off a brush? And that is not a question I or anyone really has an answer to. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, exonerated and now retrained. We have a poo-free family bathroom basin. Pura, Andrew. Pura. 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 Is that the Marines? Pura. Yeah, that's Marines. That is the Marines. Ooh. Yes. Oorah. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Andrew. Um, now, who is the next la We've got a message from Charlie, which is short for Charlotte. Charlotte. Um, you a car butt. You got a butt of a car. Yeah. You got a butt of a car. Yeah. Like big old boot. <laughs> um, okay. It opens up. Okay, so press a button, your butt opens up. You can put suitcases in there. Nice. <laughs> I don't know. Nice. <laughs> I'm just trying to get into my Def Jam. Uh, Def Jam. That's good. So Charlotte says to Jean Christophe and Vera. To Jean Christophe and Vera. Yeah. Who's who? Uh, I guess you're Jean Christophe and I'm Vera. Oh well, there's Vera Wang. It's spelled with two R's, but yeah, Vera Wang. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh no, Jean-Christophe Novelli and Vera Wang. Right. It must be. Who's Jean-Christophe Novelli? He's a chef. Oh. He's a chef. I think. 
After coming across two online ads that called for your peer review only hours apart, I felt compelled to write in. Um, hmm. Reference number one, dentists do not recommend. There is a Pierre lookalike. Okay, let's have a look oh. at this. Uh, this is like a little movie. Oh, I've been shown this lookalike before um, from Emil, who is on Absolute Radio with me. Yes, uh, I, ah. I'm willing to accept it as a lookalike, although I would say I think that the guy looks astonishingly German. Show me on the camera. It's a little looping video of a dentist man. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 one more time. I almost got him at the beginning. Mm, he has your beard and your... He's got your beard and your hair, but that's about and it. And some blue peepers. Blue peepers. Bluer than a blue. I'm going to forward them to you so you can peruse them as well. Um, yes, okay. yes, I think that that's fair. I will share it on my Instagram story. So if you check my Instagram, I'll, I'll, I'll share um, the picture. And then the other one is... Uh, reference number two hench women and their strangely animated spirit animals can help you to fast again who made this who is the target audience why the real grandma caveman so I've just sent that to you you have a look oh. I don't know if you've seen this okay. uh, I have seen it with men this is the first one for women I've seen and it'll be an advert where it says intermittent fasting Whoa. for seniors <laughs> and it's like a bunch of pictures of like quite skinny or, or fit looking physically fit looking women uh, or men above a certain age and then like a kind of spirit animal next to them along with yeah. advice for the best way to intermittently fast for a specific age group which is of course not how health works and it's not true no no it's complete nonsense also the ladies are all like ripped old ladies but they're quite clearly ai'd they're ai ripped gilfs yeah. <laughs> hey, um, Andrew, Andrew, do you have the um, AI-generated ripped gilfs for that advert for fasting? Uh, yeah, I'll just send them over now. That's someone's day. Isn't that weird? <laughs> oh, God, yeah, what a horrible thought. Uh, and Charlie goes on. Yeah, well, so, so each age group here has a different animal behind them. Yeah. Age 45 to 50 has got a tiger. Of age some 60 kind. to 60 actually most of them have a tiger age 60 to 65 has a wolf behind her and then uh, but the oldest age 65 plus has a bear a giant fat bear as well which seems weird a big old bear yeah Grizzly. yeah i'm not sure what the animals are meant to are these the are these the fasting patterns habits of the animals if you're 65 plus and you're a gilf, what you're going to want to do is live like a bear. What you're going to want to do is get a load of um, moth uh, 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 chrysalises and leaves and plug your anus with them so you don't sh need to shit while you're asleep for two months. That's if you're an over woman, a uh, 65 year old woman. So good luck with that. Um, Charlie says, Pierre, your absolute radio success, by which he means me being on absolute radio with Frank Skinner and Emily Dean on Saturday mornings. Uh, your, Pierre, your absolute radio success has had worrying repercussions. My mother, a huge Frank Skinner fan, was listening to the podcast of their show, of our sh other show. Yeah. I mentioned that I, quote, knew you from a podcast with Phil Wang. My fatal mistake. Uh, this piqued her interest and a few weeks later she told me she'd started listening to bud pod no way oh right i said not wanting to find out which episode she had heard 
praying it wasn't vagina poo snake. She just muttered under her breath, very intelligent boys. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> That's more sinister than saying I hated it. Yeah, it was disgusting. It was very about poo brushes the boys. whole time. Very intelligent boys. Say exactly the sort of things I wish someone else would say. It really, feel, it really feels like they're tell you, telling my story. <laughs> I, uh, an, an ex-girlfriend's mum listened to an episode whimsically once and it was when me, you and Fern Brady talked about her visiting that huge dildo warehouse and oh, gosh, flopping yeah. all the dildos around and I was like wow you really picked the best one to <laughs> went straight for the one about dildos did you? well I hope you enjoyed it <laughs> yeah what can you do when it's in the public domain oh well Not much. Um, a short but sweet one from me bye Charlie thank you Charlie Thanks, Charlie. Very kind of you to um, write in. Now it's time to go to the exclusive, the what? Well, I guess maybe exclusive dildo factory because yeah. we didn't have the bonus pod when when Fern was on. That's true. Yeah, yeah, very so true. So that, that that would have been a wasted location. So yeah, the exclusive dildo factory of the Patreon. Nice. Yeah. Nice. All right. Um, so if you're a Patreon, see you on Friday. Otherwise, yeah. see you next time. See you next time. Buy tickets um, to see us live. Edinburgh Fringe. Yeah, someone tour in the autumn in the UK. Oh, and I here's an announcement. I'm going to be on tour in Australia Ooh. and and New Zealand oh. uh, in November. So do keep an eye oh, out for shit. that. Yes. Very nice. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll remind you all about that. But otherwise, see you next time. Bye. Bye. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.